Welcome to episode 38 of Pineapples and Thorns. Hey, Peter, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Kat, how are you? I'm tired, but it's Friday, so I'm happy. Got some special guests with us tonight, and we'll introduce those guys in a minute. But first, you want to take us through the CFF news? We have a heck of a lot going on right now. The end of SCWL week is just happening. Uh, Red Thorn is going to promote into Masters 2 or back into Masters 2. So that's, uh, that's a bit of a relief. Oh, Masters 1, I think, right? Oh, yes. We are in Masters 2. Back into yeah. Masters 1. Okay. Clawing oh, our way back to towards Masters. champ. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Raided, I think, is also going to promote. And I forgot to check on Crystal Warrior. But uh, I heard that they were doing decently. But I think they had one more that kind of stymied them. So they won't mm. promote, but they, uh, they're not demoting. So that's, that's neat. And right now we're on the eve of spinning for the fifth anniversary of Redthorn. Um, because we didn't have enough to do on a Friday after SCWL. Jack, uh, Kat decided to throw in an extra event. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, where everyone should be still uh, thinking about, I think there's only one spot, actually. The alt war that you and C-Note are organizing. So that's mm -hmm. uh, bring your main and an alt. We'll run uh, 25 accounts and run a 50 person random i hope yep. everyone signed up who wanted to get in because like i said we're down to one spot left this sunday is the oh i can't think of the name of it right now the royal rumble for town yep. hall 11 mm -hmm. uh cat and miss p are the reigning town hall 9 and town hall 10 champs so we'll see if uh, another lady can squeeze in and hold on to the 11th spot the 11th crown pretty sure miss p is registered for that one so i've got the guys running scared Yep. She's a killer. <laughs> I think that's all the news. Yeah, the draft war is still in another month, and I think there's lots of spots for that as well. They Good. should they're not sure about it, they should just DM Inc. and he can get you sorted. Fantastic. And today we have some super stars of Clash Podcast with us. Super amazing friends of the CFF, Hero and Wu from the Only Clash Podcast. Welcome guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Glad to have you. It's a, it's a big deal for us to have such luminaries join us. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> hey, listen, I thought the news section was over because that's definitely news to me. <laughs> <laughs> so each of you, if you can give us a, a brief clash history, how you started playing the town halls you play and how you found yourselves at C2J. Take it away, hero. I think that I started around 2016. I think I looked up my old achievements a while back. So I think that was the very first achievement I ever got was like part of the way through 2016. So I'm not sure how that really correlates to the Clash verse, but I do remember when Town Hall 12 just came out and then when Town Hall 13 came out and I just, I was always one Town Hall level behind. And so mm -hmm. it was like always always a drag kind of a deal and at at one point i thought oh i'll just never catch up there's always going to be the next level and i won't be there but lo and behold now i have two max accounts so yeah nice and how do you uh, find your way over to c2j um actually i looked that up too i started following podcasts probably i i drive for a living or i used to anyways so i was always big into podcasts and then one day it kind of clicked and i was like well, surely there's video game podcasts too, not just like Joe Rogan or whatever. So then I found the very first podcast I found, I think, was Clash on the Potty. And I started following them and I started following Carl's podcast 
and he had probably only done about 10 episodes at that point with Lucky back in the day. Oh. So once I kind of got in with them, I really liked the podcast, but I was never really, I never wanted to join their clan because it just seemed like they already had their own thing going. But once they, like in episode like 20 or whatever it was that they said they created a, a clan, I was like all in for it. Mm-hmm. I was super excited and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try and be like a pillar in the community or whatever. So then I joined up real quick. How about you, Lou? Uh, well, I started playing when my daughter was in like middle school. So it had to be like, I don't know, eight years ago. And the only reason I downloaded it is one of those things you do with your kids where they're like, I'm doing this thing. And you're like, uh, I'll do it too. We can bond. <laughs> and and like I'm sure many people have the same story where it's like the kid deleted the game in like two weeks and I'm still playing eight years later. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and 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 sometimes my daughter will still be like, I mean, she's graduated college now and she's like, You're still playing that game? And I'm like, Leave me alone, please. It brings me uh, joy. <laughs> yes. Um and so that's how I got started playing. I've got two accounts now. I played with just one account for the longest time. Long enough to where my grandson actually started the second account. Uh, and, and that's why it's named Bone Crusher, because I let him name it. And so he started that second account. And he played for a little while. And then, it, as kids do, he got bored with it and started playing other games. And then I just basically adopted it. And uh, so I have my main account, Wizard of Woo. That's a 14 maxed out. And then I have Bone Crusher, which is kind of a mid-level Town Hall 13. And... Uh, the way that I got over into Crystal to join was very similar to Hero. Um, I, when I was really into uh, Clash of Clans, when I first got into it heavy, is back when Town Hall 10 was like the top and the the original Clash War League or Champions War League had started. And I used to listen to Rigoletto's podcast live and interact with people there. And I was just so happy to find a podcast about this thing that I was really into that was so niche. It was so such a small community um, and found someone that was talking about it every week. And when I got away from that kind of competitive play and just farmed for a while and kind of didn't play the game much for a few years, I finally got back into it. I'm like, surely there's podcasts out there. And that's when I started searching, and I I, I found you guys here, I've, the Clash Files family. I found um, and uh, Crystal to join, obviously, and mm-hmm. it like uh, Crystal to join was j- just degenerate enough to where I thought <laughs> <laughs> I would fit in okay. And um, and uh, honestly, I I joined the Discord. And I just lurked for like two weeks. I knew they were in Back in Black. They were still using Back in Black at the time. And Lucky was still on the uh, podcast with Carl. And um, I just lurked for like two weeks just to get the vibe of like how people were in the Discord. And everyone was just so friendly and like, I don't know. They were friendly in the way that you treat like your friends that you've had for a long time. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, these people are good to me. So I was like, hey, I want to join the clan. They and they let me in. So uh, I've just kind of been stuck to them ever since. I'm I'm like a wart, I guess. Hero, how how did you decide to start podcasting? Um, you know, I think that it had always been something in the back of my mind that, especially like once I once I had kids, it felt like I lost a lot of time 
with some of my like guy friends and or with <laughs> like actual friends and so it was like I felt like I wanted to carve out time with some of my friends and I thought this would be just a podcast in general at first I didn't really think that it might not be about Clash of Clans I guess I thought well we just do whatever we want kind of a deal we just have fun like it doesn't matter what we talk about even if you know Kat and Peter are the only people listening to my podcast that's good enough for me and it just kind of since I was so passionate about Clash that's what it kind of turned into and so then at, at first when I when historian was with me it was just like i mean we were best friends we still are and that's what you know we just talked about clash every week and it was just like that hour a week where i got to hang out with him and like kind of make time for that sort of a deal because uh once once you have kids i feel like a lot of your time kind of goes you you have to really restructure your life in a lot of ways so it was just like some time that I was like fighting back for or whatever. It was like, okay, so now at least for this hour, I'll be able to do like something that keeps me sane. Yes. <laughs> and what what made you decide to, I don't know if it was a volunteer or if you were, if you were told to do it, but what made you step up to, <laughs> to become the new, the new co-host of the only, you pay him, <laughs> yeah. the only yeah, class podcast. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it comes down to just, you know, I, I supported Hero uh, when he was podcasting. You know, when he first came up with the idea to do his own podcast, I was on board. I was like, do it, man. Just encouraged him and uh, loved listening to him and Historian and supported him any way I could. And, it, you know, after Historian uh, took a break and stepped away from the podcast, you know, he asked people to come on and he just asked me to come on. And then and then he kind of asked me to prom, you know, after I was on, he was like, will you do the podcast with me? <laughs> check yes or no and uh <laughs> and i was like absolutely man so um, i'm i'm fortunate enough to have some more free time obviously with my kids being older and and just having the grandkids uh around now i'm fortunate to have enough free time to where it's not too much of a strain on me to to make time for my friends so um it was an easy decision for me and i have a lot of fun doing it and i told hero as long as we're having fun i'm gonna do it i i won't stop so it's been great and I watched you plan that episode, that live episode in Buffalo after uh, we had dinner. We sat around the fire for five minutes and then you said to see, okay, you ready to go do this? And by the time everybody got their chairs settled, you'd had a script written out. You had your computer set up. I, I think you're a natural at it. It just seems to fall to, you know, right in your right in your strike zone. Uh, well, you're too kind. I Some people would call me a natural. Others, others might call me a blowhard. That, the, the others <laughs> might be my wife. I won't I won't name any names, though. Very good. So, for your main accounts, guys, how did you come up with your account names? Um, well, it's kind of hard to name thirty different accounts. So, <laughs> I've only got about three names that I've actually like picked out, like hand picked, anyways. <laughs> but uh, my my original name, Hero Killer, I just always I always played a lot of like first person shooters, whether it be on console or PC, <laughs> and so I always thought kind of Killa was like a cool name. Like I was always killing people and I just thought it was cool. But of course, like when you sign up for any email after that, it's already taken. Like there's, yeah, I'm the most unoriginal person apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew I, I knew I needed like another part to my name. 
and I hate people who do like ones and zeros in their like gamer tags or whatever. It's like I got to figure out something. And it was actually one time when I was playing a Pokemon game, like the really old school Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. I beat I beat the game, and during the credits, I was just like watching the credits, and I saw this the name come up Hiro Takashida, and I was like, oh. Hero, that's like a four-letter word, and I think it would go great. And so at first, I actually started doing Killa Hero as my name, and then I realized that that like doesn't flow near as well as Hero Killa. So <laughs> I switched to that. And the only other name that I'm proud of of my accounts is Surgical E Drags. Is my <laughs> love it. Double eight. Love it. <laughs> It can't That's even use e dragons, but uh, that is yeah. completely premeditated for sure. <laughs> I mean, and that was not premeditated. No, no, <laughs> had nothing to do with Carl. Nope. <laughs> How about you? Uh, well, you know what's funny is when I downloaded the the the, the name that I have in the game now is my original name. Like I've never done a name change, so I still have uh-huh. those. I sell those free name changes in there, and no, I will not do a bet to change my name. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, I didn't really know what the game was because I downloaded it just because my, my daughter was playing, and I thought you were going to play a character. Like, I thought you were going to be someone in the game, and so I just thought, well, I'm going to name myself a wizard. And, uh, you know, Woo is a very... People use it all the time as like a, you know, a celebratory cheer, right? Right. But also, you know, the real inside baseball here is it's a portion of my actual name. So uh, it's not my whole name. It's just a little snippet of my name. And we have some other players actually in C2J that have similar names where it's just a little snippet of their name. And so it kind of go, it kind of plays both ways for me. So if people call me Woo, I will answer to that <laughs> because it is part of my name. So that makes it easy. But also I love when, you know, like people like Mords will say like Wizard of Woo. I love that. So <laughs> I, I can't get enough of that. That's, that's awesome. Uh, and as far as my, my mini uh, Bone Crusher, obviously, uh, you know, like I said earlier, um, when we created my grandson's account, I'm like, okay, buddy. Let's pick a name. What do you want to be? You know, and he's like Bone Crusher, and I'm like, okay, that's good enough. Like, that's a good, that's a good name for you know a third grader. <laughs> that's awesome. What's your favorite town hall to play? Who? Mm. Go first. Uh, is anything but Town Hall 14 an acceptable answer here? Because sure. <laughs> my favorite of all time was Old School Town Hall Nine, and like that was when I was all in. Um, and really tried to be competitive was that old school town hall nine. And I loved go at old school town hall nine. But since, you know, being maxed out, I have a lot of fun with the mini. That's like a mid 13. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind hitting up 14s for two stars and I don't mind dipping one. I don't mind dipping at all <laughs> ever. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. Um, but uh, 14 is just, like I struggle so much with things. I still have fun. I don't take it that seriously. Um, I have a lot of fun with my 13 though. Um, and I think it probably 14 is hard for me because it's so well balanced and I'm so bad at the game <laughs> that uh, I can't find just quite the spam army. That's perfect for me. Hero, how about you? I think my favorite town hall level would have to be town hall 13. And that's just like really when I started to get close to maxing, 
and I just had so much fun. Like that's when the the blizzard I think kind of came out, and that was like really when I came into like trying to trying hard on different attack strategies that like YouTubers were doing. So I had a lot more success at that town hall level than most other town hall levels. I would say my ha most hated town hall is definitely town hall twelve though. All right. Maybe it's because that's like how I got to that point. Like by the time I was town hall 12 at, at my town hall 11, I already had access to siege machines. So I'd already played with all the toys. So when, when mm -hmm. you get to 12, now there's nothing else. Like it's just 15 King levels, 15 queen levels and 20 warden levels. It just felt like such a grind. And there was no attack strategy that I had that I was very successful with throughout all of town hall 12 so it was like to me it was like literally the worst town hall because i just i had already you know i feel like most like town hall 13 introduces the royal champion town hall 14 introduces pets so you get these toys that make it seem like not as much of a drag but since i already had siege machines when i was at town hall 11 it just felt like town hall 12 there was nothing new and it was just such a huge grind and slog interesting that was the, actually going to be my next question is like, which town hall did you find the most grindy and one was that was most frustrating? So, yeah, 12 definitely it's it is one of the biggest grinds, I think, with little reward. What about you, Wu? Uh, the most the biggest grind I ever had in the entire game was the builder hall. And I'm talking <laughs> OG builder hall where you had to wait for troops to cook. That was the absolute worst grind oh. in the entire game. Like, I mean, now every I feel like everything is so easy now. I mean, the 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 mini that I have that's like a mid thirteen. I've only had the account for like eighteen months, and wow. and it's basically just been gold pass. I mean, I buy a, I bought a few packs here and there, but nothing crazy. Um, so I think they've really made the game ex like they've eliminated a lot of the pain points, albeit with your hard earned dollars. Uh, but they've made it easier. <laughs> to spend those dollars on things that are truly impactful. Whereas it used to be gymming to max used to literally mean thousands and thousands of dollars. And now mm -hmm. no one's really going to gym to max unless it's for a clickbait YouTube video, but old school builder hall was like, a, I mean, it was a serious slog. You couldn't even, it, sometimes it would take you all day almost to get your three attacks in just timing out when your troops would be done and knowing that you you know had to wait and wait and it's like okay i'll be back later um just as bad as legends league now in, in some respects well you'll be super happy to know that they have promised to do some kind of a revamp on builder base for 2023 so sure it's not after 15 yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and everyone's super excited about it i can tell oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite army composition and why, Hero? Um, you know, I would say at like Town Hall thirteen, I had uh, I had this mass hybrid with a blizzard, and I think I watched a video on it. Like, I I don't think I can take credit, but it was like such a. I think it was just like an obscure YouTuber, or maybe it was maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like Echo or somebody like that that just like it just didn't catch on with a lot of people. But, like, I really made it kind of, like, my, my own strategy with, like, dropping my Lava Hound, an E-Dragon, and then my Blimp with the Wizards in it. And it just, like, I had so much success at Town Hall 13 with it. And I still do. I've 
tripled max 14s on a town hall 13 just like it obviously it has to be like the right sort of base setup with it but it's just like i still find success with that attack strategy and it just and it re really reminds me of like one of the first wars i ever like jumped into in crystal to join where it was like such a teaser base and i actually lost my blizzard right away I didn't get the town hall down, and it was like one of those corner town halls, like with the scatters on the other side of it. Ooh. And so it was like one of my first wars with these guys. So I was like, super, just like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm probably gonna leave the clan after this if I get a one. <laughs> oh, no, <star."> oh, no, <laughs> don't pull a scene. And so <laughs> somehow I just like sent everything after the town hall and like wardened, and then I still got a triple, and like everyone yeah. in the chat. Everyone in the chat was just like blowing it up, like I can't believe you actually tripled after that and stuff. And I was just like, "Yeah, it's calculated." <laughs> That's awesome. Who about you? Uh, well, my favorite army comp is like a queen charge hybrid, and the reason is um, when it's done really well, which I don't do very often. I mean, it's basically spam, and but it's spam that can look really good if it's done well <laughs> and it looks like it was like hero just said it looks like it was super calculated if you can really execute that hybrid well and get the funneling right um mm -hmm. and so that's that's why it's my favorite is that uh i can spam and people will still go wow great hit every once in a while yeah i also i love queen charge hybrid but i also don't usually execute it quite well enough to, to oh yeah I'm, I'm in the exact same boat a, a nice high 70 percent is good for me. <laughs> have you tried a blizzard? Woo! Like you have the best teacher as your co-host. Oh, absolutely! Podcast. I I did a blizzard in CWL twice this week. All um, right, and I mean, I'm you know I I'm just as bad as that as everything else. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I get the two star, and uh, we call it a day. Uh, but yeah, I'm you know, I'll I try lots of stuff. I've had people even like goat me into trying. Um, uh lalo in legends league and, you know you do like four attacks in a row and you're like well all right the day is completely wasted i'll just do hybrid tomorrow <laughs> i yes. love those one stars yeah <laughs> uh let's see if you could be any troop in the game what would it be and why who wants to go first Woo. uh i'll be the wall breaker let's just get it over with quick <laughs> hero uh i would probably be an e-dragon so carl actually likes me yeah. <laughs> great choice. Great choice. Okay, let's get your thoughts on Clan Capital. Do you still enjoy it and why or why not? I love Clan Capital. I mean, I started 10 more accounts just so we could get 50 uh, <laughs> people trying to do Clan Capital. I, I think the people who don't like Clan Capital are just haters. Like, it's free gems either way. Like, even on my maxed accounts, like, I can get. I just sell training potions and uh, clock tower potions for gems and, you know, reap all the benefits every week. And it doesn't take <laughs> very long, especially if you're just, you know, trying to really go through them pretty quick. So I think that, I think it's a really great addition to the game. I think there's definitely some things that they need to look at. Like, you know, if the top clan capital people are just like doing some farm more alliance stuff. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. 3,000 medals a week it's really unfair but mm -hmm. you know I other other than that like 
as far as like farming goes, like on a lot of my accounts now, it's just like, oh, after one weekend of clan capital, I can actually put my queen or my warden down now, like easily. So yeah. it's, I'm upgrading a lot of heroes on some of those other accounts that I was kind of neglecting them on. And it just, I mean, it's really huge as far as like enjoyment out of the game because it's like, oh, okay, I can just do this and that. And I don't actually have to spend like time raiding with like sneaky goblins on these accounts. I can just do this and then drop some builders down. And now I'm set for the next week. And I hear you use one account to sacrifice metals oh. for another account. <laughs> like that, that's your, your thing to do, right? Uh, yeah, actually, I got about this week. I didn't do it, but the other week I actually got almost 30,000 clan capital gold. Jesus. Oh my gosh. By like just trolling my entire clan with just <laughs> using the super barbarian ram on one account, just like opening every possible route and then dropping a heal spell and then doing like a super giant with the super wizards behind them with another heal spell on my main account. And they just, I mean, it, it's just like a work of art when you watch it, but when your clan mates watch it, it, uh, they get pretty upset. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say right now, that's a toxic strategy. And if you want to know how toxic it is, uh, there is a picture of Hero's face photoshopped on Britney Spears from the music video Toxic uh, posted in the C2J Discord. That's how toxic that attack strategy is. <laughs> but it works. It does. <laughs> but Ace still will spend more money than you to get up <laughs> yes. and plan yeah. capital gold. So yeah. it doesn't matter how low I go, I still won't beat Ace and clan capital gold. <laughs> Have you got anybody that's keen on building bases, like someone's rearranging the base as you upgrade stuff? Has someone taken that on? No, they. everyone just like puts it all on me. It's like, oh, where? what are we <laughs> supposed to upgrade, hero? And I'm like, <laughs> just because I like it doesn't mean I know what we're supposed <laughs> to be doing. Like, <laughs> Just because I'm the only one that plays this thing religiously. Like, come on, guys. Like, we all need to pitch in here, but nobody's nobody's taking the mantle up, so... Usually on a, a Thursday, if I'm, I'm not busy at work, I'll pull up some YouTube videos and try and uh, do it myself. But I'm certainly not like playtesting anything. It's all just ripping them off the internet. They really need to add the stinking copy yeah. and paste base. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I was just going to say, I, I, I think the, the clan capital is fun, but I kind of agree that with Hero, like I think it still needs a little bit of tweaking. Like... Some of the troops are a little cracked, depending on how you're using them. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we and we had talked about on our last episode the the Itsu video where that top clan is just basically farm warring with the rest of the clans, and they can go out with the amount of gold they have since they're already maxed. They could go out and do donate that to another clan and farm them all the way up to max just from their uh, hits in their max clan. Um, yeah, wow. and uh, I also think. I don't know if it's just me, but there's like too many defenses that basically do the same thing. Like, I don't know yeah. why. Like, there's just too many of them that just do the same thing. It's like, I don't know if they need to make them a little stronger and less effective or just, I think they just got a little crazy with the artwork. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh no, that's the that's the super firecracker and that's the mega firecracker. And it's like, 
They both do the same thing. One of them just shoots more frequently than the other and does less damage. I don't get it. Like, yeah. that, that's my only other criticism I have. But other than that, like Hero said, it's free stuff, and it doesn't take that long. And it's it's plenty of fun to razz other people about how good or bad they are at it and troll your own clan to max it out. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so if you could ask Supercell to do one thing in the game right now, what would it be and why? Bring back global chat. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I just think that they uh, just, I don't think I have the idea that they need. I just think that they need to listen more to the community as a whole. Because there's a lot of like great ideas out there that kind of go like fly under the radar in so many mm-hmm. updates. It's like, I mean, like you always say, Kat, like we could use bigger clan sizes. Like it, it becomes like so silly sometimes when it's like we're hopping back and forth to donate especially sometimes during cwl for us anyways i'm not sure how it is with your guys's clans mm-hmm. and then other people are in discord complaining about donations and so it becomes this like whole issue that it's like man if we could just like somehow have like a clan alliance that i could actually just donate to those guys in those clans i would be more than willing to drop gems over into other clans but it yeah. just takes so much more work to hop over there physically to then donate to then hop back to my war so just Agreed. stay in your own clan but you can like at, in your clan alliance you could like pick somebody and donate whatever they need without leaving yeah. your clan yeah no, that's a great idea Woo, what about you uh i mean we'll keep them with the theme of clan capital i think we need to be able to see our clan capital gold and our raid medals on the main village screen like the only way to yeah. see this stuff mm-hmm. is to navigate to another screen. Like you can obviously, if you go to the clan capital, everything's right there. And if you try to reinforce your troops and donate yourself uh, CC troops, it'll show how many raid medals you have available so that you can donate to yourself. But it's not on the main screen. And I know what people are going to say: the main screen is already too busy with all of the information on it. But I'm not going to be satisfied until every pixel is taken up like it's some kind of HUD. <laughs> on an F-14 or something, okay? So I want more little bars I can fill up with gold, with Clan Capital Gold and Raid Medals. You're right. That's a very good point. I, I always am back and forth. Oh, I wonder if I have enough, or if I wonder if I'm going to over mm-hmm. overfill my storage here. Do I need to dump it first? And Yeah, oh, that would be handy. God forbid if you click on your damn builder base boat instead of your Clan Capital. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, this is still in the game? What is this? <laughs> Well, especially on the on the new uh, scenery that they have, it's there's no yes. there's no water. It's, everything's and there's so many balloons. I never know what I'm clicking on. What's the scene? I do it all the time. <laughs> I click on the wrong blimp and it doesn't do anything. And I'm tapping on it. <laughs> so, what is your most hated defense in the game, or the most liked defense? And we're talking attacking against it now. Yeah. Mm. Um, the town hall is definitely the worst. Oh, I mean, dude, I'm it uh, just town hall poison. Ooh. I'm with you 100%. Town hall 14. Yeah. I, listen, look, I've, I think I might have said this before. Here's what bugs me if you use the Grand Warden ability, the poison doesn't kill your troops, but the effect still slows them down. Can we mm-hmm. not? We need to make that not happen. I'm sorry. If your troops are being protected, they shouldn't be affected by that slowdown. Of that poison either that bugs me it really slows them down and yeah that poison you can just watch their health going 
all, all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but either it's immune or it's not, right? I, yeah. I never thought of that. It's good. Yeah, good point. What uh, is your greatest achievement in Clash? Oh, sorry. We'll go ahead. No, you're good. I I was just going to say what my most like was, and that's a single Inferno because I'm a hybrid player. And mm. Kat, you know this too. When you see three singles, <laughs> you're like, I'm claiming that base right now. Nobody else even think about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Tell us your greatest achievement in Clash. Probably just the six builder, right? I mean, that's like the only one that really matters. <laughs> that is the greatest. I, I thought you were going to say, uh, was it Unbreakable where you... You get 5,000 oh, defenses. I gave up on that. No. <laughs> and you get 50 <laughs> gems. For me. <laughs> oh. I tried for a whole month, and I got halfway there, and I said, well, that's good enough. <laughs> I'll try that again sometime later. <laughs> 10 years. Woo. I mean, honestly, my greatest achievement in Clash is just all the memes. I don't even care about the game. Like... <laughs> I could care less about all the little tick marks in the game. I'm just all about making the memes. And uh, if it weren't for uh, the community I was in, it has to do with Clash of Clans. And I wouldn't be able to share as many memes as I have. In fact, when I saw Carl a couple weeks ago, I had to pull up my meme folder on my phone and just scroll through all the memes that I had. (laughs) Some things I've never even posted. And he was like, what in the world? And I'm like, I know, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm like, this is what I need to self-destruct and delete if I ever die. No one needs to see this folder. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your most embarrassing moment in Clash. Uh, probably when I was, like, clashing during a funeral. No, uh, <laughs> I didn't actually do that. But <laughs> just, like, any time you get, like, a one-star is, like, so such a horrible feeling. It's just, like, you just feel like you, oh, okay. I should just retire at this point. Like, there's no coming back from this. Like, ever sure, ever sure. C note just said it's fine, but like, come on, like, <laughs> it's literally the worst feeling in the world. Well, Careful. yeah, I mean, <laughs> one star. I, I, that cannot possibly be my most embarrassing moment because that would be, uh, I'd be too embarrassed all the time. I don't know if I'd ever play. Uh, mine would just be going in with like the wrong army in a friendly war or like mm-hmm. no heroes in CWL when you're like so jazzed mm-hmm. up and you yep. just did a legend ha- attack or something and you're like, all right, I got this. I got it all figured out in my head and you don't even look, you just click, click, click right through it. And you're like, oh my gosh, what do I have here? Like, this is not even close to what I was doing. And you're already in the attack. The 30 seconds is ticking off. And you just know this is <laughs> this is all bad. Like that's the worst feeling, um, especially because you're so sure of yourself. That's why you click through those screens so fast. You're so sure of yourself, and uh, and to be just completely let down by your own stupidity. That's definitely the most embarrassing. And you know you're gonna get it. Like, <laughs> should you just close the game and not reopen it? Because you know when that attack is over, and you go back, and there's like twelve messages already in chat. You're like, here we go. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm about to take this on the chin. Uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, that's definitely the most embarrassing moment. But look, those are the moments that honestly make the game for me because those that's the stuff that we talk about the most. We talk about the really good stuff and the really bad stuff. So I, I, I you know, I'd rather be hot or cold. So I'll take it. But even an Agent Paladin swagging five spell spots, you know, you don't talk about that as long as you talk about that 
time that we went in without heroes, right? Yeah, just those things, <laughs> right. those things have a life of their own. Or when AP one starred in CWL, uh, and it wasn't a troll. Like we'll be talking about that forever. Trust me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that actually reminds me too. I actually because I have so many accounts. There's a, been a few times where. I'll just load into an account. I knew I need to do my hit like immediately so that way I can swap to my next account and repeat the process. I'll actually go in and do a regular attack. Like I'll hit the attack button instead of the war attack button. And mm. then I'll get ah. I'll get a triple and I'll swap accounts. And then I won't even realize what I did until the <laughs> next day. I'm like trying to see who I'm going to pull out of CWL because some you know, jerk missed their attacks. And I'm like, wait, how did I miss this attack? <laughs> and so I'll, I'll go back to that account and I'll look and I'll be like, somehow I went and attacked a regular base and didn't even realize it. Like, I'm such an idiot. That 20 account life. Are you up to 20 now? I have about 30. <laughs> I so we're way past the 20 account life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ten of them are all town hall sixes, just for clan capital. Though the the other twenty are like at least a little bit better than that. Oh wow, it's getting close to intervention time. <laughs> so, tell us, do you guys have any hobbies or an activity outside of Clash that you enjoy? With like a favorite? Uh, just Clash with with twenty with twenty <laughs> accounts. Yeah, no, I actually I play a lot of video games, even like. I'm just like a gamer, I guess. I play a lot of Pokemon Go, like when I'm trying to get out and do stuff, and mm-hmm. play play some Minecraft with my daughter. She's really into it right now, and so, and then I do frisbee golfing on the kind of the weekends sometimes if I if I've got a group to go with, anyways. Awesome. Ooh. Uh, I the only other video games that I the only other video game I play honestly is um, Mario Party with my family, like on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Mario Party is like the monopoly of the 21st century. Um ah. it it usually ends in my family like not wanting to ever play with me. Uh <laughs> not because I'm trolly, it's just because I win all the time. And uh-huh. my my son uh recently moved back to uh Vegas where we all live and he hadn't been playing with us as we've been playing every Sunday and so he just kind of sat and observed the first few times and they're like, oh, you know, there's a lot of luck involved. It's you got to get really lucky with your dice rolls and some of the, you know, games that you, the mini games. And then I won like the first like three games that we played. And he goes, there's got to be a little bit of skill involved. The same person's winning every time. <laughs> so I'm just good at it because I played those old school Nintendo games, and it's very like old school Nintendo adjacent. So um, I like I like doing I like spending time with the family, and we love doing that kind of stuff on Sundays. And I'm into cars too. As much as car will blast me for how stupid my car is, I do like doing car stuff, and I do go to the track here in Vegas and actually drag race uh, and stuff like that. So I do like doing. And you, you'd have to be very. I'm not going to dox myself, but you have to be very uh, sneaky. You might find videos of me on YouTube doing car stuff. I'll just put that out there. If someone can find a video of me doing car stuff on YouTube. I'll send you 50 bucks. I'll send you a $50 gift card if you can find a video of me doing car stuff on YouTube. They are out there, though. Okay, Ace will be on the job. <laughs> 100%. And you don't need the 50 bucks, but he'll do it anyway. He'll do exactly. it anyway. That's right. <laughs> okay, we're going to... 
become a little bit Clash adjacent for a moment. Uh, name your favorite Muppet and tell us why it's your favorite. And this question comes to us courtesy of Fado. Thank you, Fado. <laughs> Hero, do it. I mean, Kermit's got to be the favorite, right? He's got all the memes. Like, there's so many, so many good memes that came out. Uh, Kermit the Frog. So he's got to be my favorite. Uh, for me, it's a hundred percent. I have to take. First of all, I love Animal, but it's really hard for me to pick this. But it, it's got to go to Bert and Ernie because they're like the comedy duo. I don't think there's any two characters are quite like them they're like the odd couple it's like you either relate it's like squidward and spongebob or it's like you relate to one of them you know what i'm saying like um and i i i love bert and ernie from the time i was a kid i absolutely loved them which muppet do you think would make a good troop in the game and what would be its strength or weakness uh i think oscar the grouch probably because he's got that big trash can he could probably throw builder base in there That'd Wait, be a good strength. A, hold on, a trash troop? We already have the Valk. What are you talking about? Ooh, <laughs> no, he's got the trash can. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just put all a builder base in that trash can, and then it's over. <laughs> Rework complete. Rework complete. <laughs> uh, for me, first of all, I thought there was already a hog. I thought Kermit was already in the game because there's a hog rider. Um, Ooh, oh spicy. <laughs> No, but, but honestly, do you guys know who Lou Zealand is? He's the guy that throws the fish. Oh, yeah. Lou, <laughs> dude, that Lou Zealand would be the best because we don't have a troop in the game that has like that boomerang attack uh, like uh, animation. So, I mean, his strength would be he would come in and just throw a fish and uh, it would hit a couple of uh, hit a couple of the buildings and do some damage and his weakness would be every once in a while <laughs> he would hit himself and he would take damage so <laughs> just like just like in the movies <laughs> have either of you ever been approached by anyone in public while you're playing clash or talking about clash only one time and i don't speak of it again now <laughs> i actually went to mcdonald's one time and i was i ordered like through the app so i'm like just chilling in the parking lot basically waiting for my food and this guy comes out and like i have nothing against people that smoke but like when someone smokes and blows it in your face it's kind of like irritating sometimes <laughs> so he was like oh man what are you what are you doing because like my kids are so like embarrassing they're they just say hi to everyone like no matter what <laughs> so the guy's out there smoking <laughs> and my kids are like hey hey and the guy comes over and he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm playing Clash, obviously, waiting for my order. And he's like, oh, you play Clash Clans? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, dude, I'm really, I play Clash Clans too, man. Do you want to join my clan? And I was oh, like, uh, I kind of have a clan. And he's like, oh, are you a leader? I said, I'm not a leader, but I'm pretty much a leader because Carl sucks. And he was like, <laughs> He's like, oh man, I'm a town hall nine. You should join my clan. We got a bunch of big guys in there. And I was like, yeah. He and he's like, what town hall level are you? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm a town hall fourteen. He goes, no way. <laughs> so that I had to, I had to physically show him. And he goes, damn, that's awesome. And then he just left. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that's a great story. Uh, well, uh, I, I've only been approached one time, uh, similar to Hero. We kind of alluded to this earlier. 
I was playing one time in, in public and um, around a pretty big group of people. And as some people might know, I like playing with the sound on. So, you know, I had a headphone in and I thought it was connected. Um, so I was hearing the sounds and I thought it was coming through my headphone, but it was coming through my speakers. <laughs> and so it was kind of loud. And this really, like, nice, gentle guy came over. He was very well-dressed. And he was like, yeah, hey, sir, you know, uh, that's really loud. And you're, you know, you're bothering some people. If you don't turn that down, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And that's how I was almost kicked out of my grandma's funeral. So, um, no, honestly, I've never been approached. I have looked for people, uh, like, playing in public. Just to like mm-hmm. pick their brain and like I all I want to do is ask them questions. Like the same type of questions you guys are asking us. I just want to know like how did why did you why did you start playing this game? Like you know, what town hall are you? What do you like about it? What don't you like? Um, but I've I've I don't know if this is a testament to the state of the game. I've ne- if all my travels, I've always looking for people in the airport or whatever uh that are playing it, and I've never had that kind of interaction. Um, some people in my work life will ask me like, what do you do for fun? And I'll mention it to them. (laughs) And, uh, the look is, um, I don't know, somewhere between confusion and disgust. I don't know. Yes, I agree. I've seen that look. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a gamer. And I'm like, uh, I play mobile games and they're like, oh, please leave now. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell them that you also do a podcast. Oh no, that's even worse. That's even worse. That's you. You as someone in Wolfpack, as Clarfy in Wolfpack, so eloquently put. I'm just impressed that after ten years, you have something to talk about. (laughs) Way to boost the your self esteem. Exactly, I love it. (laughs) Cat, do you have an answer to that question? I don't think I. I don't think I've heard that. Oh, about being approached in public? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember I was on the bus and, of course, playing the game. And this woman came over and sat beside me. And similar to what Hero said, oh, you play Clash of Clans? I have a clan. <laughs> and then she, yeah, I think I was like uh, close to a max 13 at the time. And uh, she said, yeah, similar. It was like, I think she said she was like a 9 or 10. And uh, so we chatted for a bit. and I kind of put my phone away <laughs> yeah i mean and for a guy like me you know i'm a bald white guy with blue eyes if i start talking about a clan too much in public people start kind of oh <laughs> yep giving me looks so i have to be careful i definitely have <laughs> to be careful <laughs> have you ever uh sorry this is like an additional question have you ever like revealed the podcast to anyone in real life because i had a i had a guy that like came up to me because sometimes I podcast like at in odd places, but it was mm-hmm. a guy. It was a guy I worked with, and he's like, "So what are you doing?" And I was like, uh, "Actually, in the middle, of, I just wrapped up my podcast." And he's like, "What do you podcast about?" And I'm like, uh, "It's uh, this is just a video game." And he's like, "What what video game?" I'm is surprised it? you I'm just like, stop <laughs> and go. Never mind. I'm meeting a hooker. Leave me alone. <laughs> It was like such a weird like conversation, and that just that question just reminded me of it because I was just like everything I said to him, he just like kept asking questions, and I was just like, please just stop asking questions. (laughs) Yeah. So Peter and Cat, have you guys ever had that kind of discussion in public about your podcast? 
I have a good story about this one. Yeah. So I'm at that awkward age where my kids are grown. So I don't have any, like we used to have kid friends, like uh, kids. We had adult friends with kids, our same kids age, but my kids are now off to university and things like that. So we've kind of mm, grown apart from those people. And I have university friends, but you know, we're spread across the country. So I don't get to see them regularly. So my wife exercises here in the neighborhood with a group. And so we're trying some couple things out and, course we went to the blue jay game here in toronto and after the game we went to dinner and you know oh yeah what do you do when you're not you know working and so i got to say well i do a clash of clans podcast boy was that a conversation stopper (laughs) (laughs) jan gave me the look she says maybe you shouldn't tell people that anymore (laughs) it was just so boom (laughs) that's awesome oh yeah um yeah the podcast has never come up for me uh i know there's some people at my work talking about wanting to start a podcast but they didn't know anything about how to do it and i i was gonna say something and i thought no that's your time to shine cat that is your time to shine (laughs) no uh, these people would not have understood (laughs) download anchor there you go that's the easy get on discord done yeah uh i've had that conversation with my friends in real life like i've told them like yeah i do this podcast and uh it's about clash of clans and they you know i'm kind of an open book to a lot of people so they know what kind of person i am (laughs) wearing a fanny pack and a bucket hat and crocs and everything so they're like oh yeah it's like they don't even think twice about me doing a podcast about something so uh, you know, obscure and meaningless to most of the general population. They're like, oh, that totally sounds like something you would do. And, uh, but yeah, I, I don't have any problem telling people about it. And uh, I, I kind of like the uncomfortability of them <laughs> uh, making people uncomfortable and being so excited about it when they're just like, that's like such a worthless thing to be talking about. And I'm like, well, you know, me and Hero, we talk about a lot of stuff that's very not clash related whatsoever so you know there's some fun things to to listen to if you skip to the end my favorite thing was though is every week after that because there are people i work with every day they would ask me oh are you still doing your podcast and i'm like yeah it happens every week dude like are you stupid like i told you that i do it every week they're just waiting for you to quit (laughs) yeah no you're still doing the podcast right it's like yeah that's the same question you asked me. Obviously, week. they don't listen. They just need to download it, and they'll know when you quit. That would have been a good answer. Obviously, <laughs> you don't listen. I don't talk to non-listeners <laughs> in public, okay? So one thing that is really nice is that the CFF and CTJ work together on a lot of different events. So is there anything you guys would like to see done for events in, in either of the two groups? Just don't let your memes be dreams. I mean, we're doing all these like crazy events. I really actually, Mm -hmm. there's so many events that maybe don't really kind of jive with me or things that I'm like, ah, you know, I'm good with that or whatever. Like, I don't need to participate in something like that. But they're on such a regular schedule. There's also the opposite of that where there's so many that I really want to sign up for, like the bring your alt to work. Like, it's such a, such a funny you know thing and it works out great because then you only need 25 people to sign up and you have a 50 man mm-hmm. war and i feel like the best ones are ones where we're all on the same team because mm-hmm. i feel like we always i mean there's so many people in like the cff like 
you know, you, Peter, Cat, everybody, it's like, I want to war with you guys, Ink, Miss P. And so then when we're placed on opposite teams, we don't get those, like, interactions or anything. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see each other, really, if we're on opposite teams. So I really love the ones where it's, like, us against, like, whoever. Like, we're just doing our thing. And, but, you know, you guys strike a really great balance of every you know every other week or every couple weeks there's always something going on that we can look forward to and yeah i think that you know it's okay to kind of sit out for a couple events if you know if they're not your style because there's going to be plenty more coming down the line that you're really going to like too yeah and for me i i love doing the events i don't do every single one of them because like Kira said there are certain that like they may not appeal to me or some of them are very specific to lower town hall levels that I don't have since I only have two accounts. And I'm, I think it's great that those uh, events exist because there are people that are very passionate about lower town hall levels. And also it's fun to have people that are in the community that aren't playing the max game that still feel like there's fun things to do for them. Um, mm-hmm. What I, my favorite type of event that's happened honestly is, is the Royal rumble. Like when, when the first Royal Rumble happened and it was Town Hall 14, oh, that was my favorite thing that happened because it was just 1v1, climb the ladder. There was so much trash talk. Um, yeah. Carl, was, Carl was able to stream that event, and it was so much fun on the stream. And uh, I think those that type of event is great. And, and if I were to change anything about the events that, that uh, both C2J and CFF host and, and co-host – is that just making it friendly to content creators like Mords and Carl so that, um, you know, maybe the war day is not 24 hours. Maybe, you know, people agree to do hits at a specific time so that some mm-hmm. of the community can see video of what we're doing and what the community uh, between the two, uh, you know, communities that we have here are doing um, and bring people in. Because it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing for people on Twitch to see it and then be like, what is this all about? Like, this is like, we have so much fun on Twitch, whether it's Mords or Carl. So I just think that every event should be tweaked to a point to give, at least give a streamer uh, an opportunity to stream it at some point, even if it's just a small group of people. I mean, all you need for like two hours of content is like 10 people to agree to do their hits on stream. That's all you need. Um, so even if it's a 50 V 50, if you just have 10 people to volunteer, to hold their hits for when someone goes live on stream, that's plenty of content to get the message out there about these events. Excellent point. It's true. And it's a good point because, you know, it, it is a lot of work for these guys to set up all their equipment for their stream and, and spend their time doing that for, you know, for the different events. So it's not too much to ask to try and coordinate something. So they have some activity. I'm, I am always down viewers. to fail on stream. Let me just tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> As are we all. <laughs> I, I know uh, Carl runs that uh, 5v5 every Friday, and mm-hmm. those have been a lot of fun because they're, you know, a short time commitment and, so, you know, five-minute prep and 45-minute war, and everybody's on voice having a good time and supporting each other even though we're on opposing sides and, and uh, yeah, I definitely like to see more of those happening. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, mean, I, I think that go ahead, that's Hero. The best part of oh, sorry, that's the best part of those five v fives is that we're actually all in voice together when we're doing them. So it's not really like one team against the other team because everyone's kind of like, oh, you know, 
good job or whatever, unless it was like that one that Ruben was in. That one was pretty toxic, but <laughs> all the other ones, anyways, like everyone is super supportive and it's just like, oh, you know, even if you triple them, like they might have a couple like choice words, but actually, the you know, they have a smile on their face the whole time. So it makes everything worth it kind of a deal. And I think that it strikes like such a good balance, like as far as. 5v5 I think is perfect for like that hour long format maybe we mm -hmm. might need to mix it up as far as like what time we're doing it or what day to get more people to be able to join but it, as far as like the 5v5 goes I think it's like so perfect maybe we just need to mix up the time so like other people can join like I, I can't see like a 10v10 working out near as good anyways yeah yeah and, and, and I'll agree with Hero. I've only done one of the 5v5s, but I have popped in that voice chat from time to time. And I'll just put it out there to the community. You don't have to be good to do a 5v5. You just have to have the time to do it. And if you're nervous about Or be on Nob's team. <laughs> yes, or be on Nob's team, and then you win every week, right? That's the thing. Um, so if, if you want to get involved and you're nervous about being on voice, this is a great way to talk with people who you know, have been doing the 5v5s, they'll help you out, they'll talk you through it, they'll ever, like, like Hero and Kat is, has been saying, like, everyone is encouraging um, when they're on voice, and it honestly is just an, a lot of fun, and it's enough fun to where somebody like me who's not even doing the war will just pop over there and just sit and listen and talk to everybody, so it's a really good time on voice um, to just come hang out, so, you know, if you've ever thought about it, even if you're not good, don't worry about it, uh, you know, you should sign up for one and, and uh, have a good time. Yeah, or, or just hop on voice and listen in. There you go. Just don't it, yeah. don't invite the recording bot in. That'll that'll clear out chat very quickly. <laughs> it makes everybody nervous. <laughs> yes. That'll mute everybody fast. <laughs> Let's talk about Clash Adversary. What did you guys think of it this year? Was it thumbs up or thumbs down? I got two big thumbs down for this one. Mm. I, you know, there's just there's hardly any mobile games that make it to 10 years and i feel like you really just gotta i mean i'm complaining about free stuff i know me and woo talked criticized it a lot on our podcast too but it's like it happens not very often so just like break the game let everything come back let people have fun for like a couple weeks and just do whatever, like bring back the Macho Libre, bring back the mm -hmm. Royal Ghost, like mm -hmm. all this stuff and give people a book a day. I mean, I, I could care less of the book of spells, a book of fighting or whatever, just like, you know, like give back to the community and show them how much you appreciate them. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I, I said it before. I think this was just like a total wasted opportunity. I mean, how do you get people talking about your game? How do you draw the buzz? Um, you know, having a game that's that's ten year a mobile game that's ten years old, celebrating it it could be something to draw more people in if mm -hmm. there was something new and exciting. It, it, it and like I said on our last podcast, it could be temporary. Um, it doesn't have to be a permanent feature. You you know, um, there's lots of stuff they in in, in you know uh, put into the game seasonally. That's just temporary, and people love to keep those, you know, like Santa bombs all year long in their base if they can. You know, it's like mm -hmm. they could have done so many things and gotten creative with it, and they just didn't. And um, it kind of um, it kind of makes me depressed about 
I don't know, have they run out of ideas? You know, I, I look at Builder Hall that hasn't been updated in however many years, three plus years. I look at Clan Capital, which, you know, some of it's a little broken. A lot of it borrows from parts of the game. There's a few new things, but a lot of it's already established concepts and some things that are kind of redundant. And then I think of the 10-year class anniversary. It's like they spent more time on video games that like, you could play in the game than they spent on things on the game yeah new for the game for the you know so i just i I think it was a huge swing and a miss for the 10-year class anniversary yeah well you know and they had like all those videos out ahead of time right like the the fake history which kind of i know it confused peter but (laughs) it also confused the heck out of me because i was like okay there and i was expecting something really ginormous to come out of this like this is something amazing going to happen during class anniversary and and i just was so disappointed by the end of it there was no special troop you know like you said the party wizard or the royal ghost or something or anything there was the shrink trap i'll give them that <laughs> in those different events but it just yeah it was overall i felt it was a letdown for everybody so I have to thank you guys for uh, episode 42 because I I hadn't tried any of the Clash Fest things and you guys said, oh, I tried twice and that was enough. I 60% is good enough, so I didn't even try. So thanks for saving me an evening of uh, frustration. Yeah, and I saw the, the last one, the, the less is more challenge. I tried that one yeah. one time and I was like, oh, this boy. is not for me. I, look, there are people out there that love to break down this game like a puzzle. And I think that's part of the appeal to the game is that you can play so many different ways uh, and really kind of make it your own. And for those people who love to break down a base like that and treat it like a puzzle that needs to be cracked, I think those mm. challenges are fun. For the spammer in me, I was like, oh, I'm dropping all these troops in a line. That's a <laughs> lot of that's a lot of finger clicking. And oh, I didn't three star. And okay, I'm done. I'm not going to Finland. Whatever. I'm not winning a clash hoodie or whatever. All right, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not putting any more effort into this. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool, though. Eh, a, a, a trip for to Finland as a reward for the fastest. I mean, that's kind of out of the box. That was pretty creative. Except, I think it's going to be Klaus who's going to be there anyway. So <laughs> you know, that's really say. yeah. It's not really. <laughs> well, I think they missed the boat on getting an average clasher there. It, it is out of the box and creative. But let me just say this: uh, my, my my former a former company that I work for, um, they would do a competition every year for a certain part of the company. And one, and the grand prize was that you got to go to the trip that all of the managers got to go on. And it was like, oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're, and they always went to a really nice place and they stayed in like a Ritz Carlton. So, you know, hey, nice hotel. But it was like, also, you can't bring a spouse. Also, you can only fly in and fly out during the, the week that we're doing our seminars. And also, you have to go to all the seminars and sit in all the talks and everything. So it was like, Oy. yeah. So it's like, okay, so do I get to go to the beach? Oh, yes, we have a we have a beach volleyball session for three hours one day. You get to do that. But then you have to go do a team building exercise at four o'clock. So it's like, it's that thing where it's like, yeah, the prize is Finland. But it's like, I have news for you. They they already have a budget for sending people to Finland. So all they did was mm-hmm. just put your name on the list. You know, it's like, yeah, out of the box for what they would normally give away in the game. But it's not, it's like, it's it's not like it's something they weren't already doing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm sorry. I'm poo-pooing on free stuff again. This is something we do on our <laughs> podcast. I, you know, the the Brash American podcast. I'm sorry all you 
And all the Canadian listeners, I'm sorry if you have to skip through this part. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good point. Like, you know, it's overall, it's not costing them any more or less because you're right. They probably have a block of rooms that they're paying for. Transportation's already paid for. It would be cool. Know. Give somebody a skin that's not even in the game. You can only win in a challenge. That's Give someone a scenery cool. that's not in the game that you can only see if you look this player up and look at their base. That would be cool. People would talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that would be motivation, I think, for a lot of people. Or go to Finland. Definitely. Or go to Finland. <laughs> Hang out with Klaus. <laughs> uh, September Gold Pass. What do you guys think of the Clash Fest King skin? Oh my uh, gosh, I hate this skin no. so much. I think I was bullied <laughs> by that guy in high school. <laughs> it's so Clash Royale. <laughs> right? It's such such a terrible design, I feel like. It feels like they everybody else watched the lore or the Thor Love and Thunder commercial <laughs> and saw Zeus and they were like, let's make that a skin because everyone's going to watch the next Marvel movie anyways. So I don't know. I, I can't. It's worse than the clockwork to me. I just don't like it. Yeah, he looks like Stretch Armstrong or something. I don't know. He's a little too bendy for me. <laughs> Peter, what do you think? Yeah, he didn't really appeal to me either. You know, a little bit of Alice in Wonderland and the 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 knights that were uh, the Queen of Hearts guard and stuff. That just right. it's just weird. Huh. Did you buy a cat, or have you well, accumulated it yet? Well, the skin I haven't quite finished the gold pass yet, but no, I, I did buy the scenery. Because it was kind of cool. But I'll probably flip back to the, sh- the shadow scenery in a day or so. Yeah, I, I've i made it known on, on our pod that I'm not going to spend money on a skin or a scenery at all. The skins, I could I could honestly kind of like care less about altogether. I know there's people who like to play dress up, and that's fine. Uh, I'm just not one of them. The scenery, the only way I would ever you would ever get money out of me for a scenery is if there was a dark theme in the game that didn't just turn my village dark, but every other village dark, I would be all uh. in. I'd be all in. To, I don't even get 20 bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend it to basically just have that screen darkened for every single uh, every single base that I hit. Other than that, I, I kind of care less about that. I'm the last person you should ask about <laughs> scenery, honestly. <laughs> like a night theme. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think people have been pushing for that for a long time. Oh, when Builder Base came out, everyone was like, oh, we're getting dark mode. We're finally getting a night mode. And there were, Mm -hmm. this is so funny. I know you guys probably remember this. There were clans, entire clans that were built around Builder Base. And uh, I don't know if there's any subculture in Clash that's been more neglected than those poor people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many people, too, that are like Clash, Clash adjacent. That call Builder Base the Night Village. Yeah. They're like, yeah, the Night Village just sucks or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's not what it's called, but I get it. I ain't <laughs> laughing, but I get it. So one thing that's hopefully coming before the end of the year is Town Hall 15. So we thought we'd get your thoughts on it. Do you have a wish list? If you could have anything at all, what would it be? Mm, take it, take it, Hero. Um, you know, I don't actually have a wish list besides like let's not do a bunch of hero levels like <laughs> the heroes are already really strong mm. so let's just kind of give them that another five bump whatever that puts them at pets like please don't more than five bump them because five more pet levels through Oof. four pets seems like a really big slog 
Not, I mean, I'll do it. I did it in Town Hall 14, but it just, I, but the, the balance they struck at 14, I feel like was like really good. If anything, I need a super wizard level because I feel like no matter what, that feels like a buff for Blizzard. So, yeah. Uh, it's funny, Hero and I didn't talk about any of this beforehand, but we're very close to each other. My one thing for Town Hall 15 would be, would be that there would be no new hero. Because I, I do feel like there are players that are already kind of skilled enough to do a 50% two-star with heroes and just a few supporting troops. And I don't want Clash to turn into one of these like hero-only type games where... You know, your army almost doesn't matter because it's basically just clean up troops. And it's just about how you can use your heroes to take out the vast majority of the base. Um, I would like to see not necessarily new levels on pets, but more pets. And I think you guys might have talked about this on your last podcast. Like, add a 6th and 7th and 8th pet. Um, you know, things that have different abilities. And I also think it would be great if the pets had more of an effect on the heroes. If the pet wasn't just like, um, they had their own, you know, ability and they just kind of stuck to the hero you assigned them to. I think it'd be cool if the pet had like a buff or like an aura or something to where it was like, uh, you know, Hey, you, 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 you put this pet on your queen and she takes, um, you know, 50% more damage from expos, but she fires 1.2 times faster or something, you know, Something mm -hmm. to where you could actually tweak the game and have a little more strategy other than just, you know, kind of where we've, like Fado had said previously, it's like we all kind of have our standard pet to hero pairings. Uh, and it would be yep. great if they made them a little more impactful to where there are certain base types and attack styles where the pets would actually matter. That's a good idea. I didn't want to waste all the good ideas on you guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Peter, do you have any... Uh, you have Something I'm ready for um, bigger army camps. Time. Oh no, I'm oh, sorry. I'm going back to oh, town hall fifteen stuff. Like, yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm ready okay. for bigger army camps. Right. I also have a town hall thirteen. You know, it's exactly the same army size for town hall thirteen as it is for town hall fourteen. Mm -hmm. So I think fifteen needs that bump. We need a few more troops. If it's just five per army camp, I guess that's all we get. But uh, yeah. I just feel like some of the spam armies could use a couple more troops. Well, that might be enough to push witches into viability. Yeah, I need another level. Cena would be happy. That's <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's always on his wish list. Been a long time since witches had any love, so mm -hmm. I think For it's sure. Town Hall twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do miss them. Okay, story time from Peter. So I got to go away again this weekend. I, I was with Wu. We, uh, Wu and I met each other in Buffalo at ClashCon 2022. I guess that was Memorial Day. So, you know, before the summer started and I got to go back to see Jen and, um, sorry, Miss P and Queen JJB. Um, because although the clash was great, we, there was too many of us. I'm going to start again. There's so many of us that I didn't get as much time with everybody as I really would have liked. It was great to meet everyone. I hope the next one is bigger, but at the same time, you don't get that same interaction. So my story is kind of like the 5v5. They pulled out their iPads and said, we're going to do the clash drinking game. So I'm like, okay, what is this going to be? And they had a, a beater Town Hall 10. 
and they said, okay, first thing we're going to do is we're only going to attack with heroes, lowest percentage drinks. And, you know, it went on like this, fast attack, slowest attack, um, with no spells and all those things. I feel like that is what Clash is missing. It's missing that interaction between the players. Like you guys said, just on voice together, 5v5, we're all together. How do we, how do we get that to be a bigger group all the time? And, uh, you know, this was just one way these guys had come up with. I hope Clash keeps going. I, I, you know, I've met a lot of great people and I hope it keeps going. Um, we're losing some people in Redthorn right now because they're just kind of bored of the waiting for Town Hall 15 grind. So that's all I got. Yeah, I agree. I, I think definitely there's another layer that gets added to the game when you interact with people in voice somehow. Definitely. And uh, they've said in their answers today in that little survey they had, that they had no no intention of bringing any kind of a voice thing into the game. So that leaves, you know, it, people should try getting on voice in Discord. When you see people on there, just hop on and introduce yourself and you'll find it just kind of brings a new energy to the game, I think. Oh, yeah. What was the question you asked that they did not answer? Oh, that was the one about uh, oh, a couple of years ago. They put it out that they were working on this thing where you would be able to buy multi-packs of gold passes. So I saw your I retweeted that tweet too because I did. wanted to know yeah. too. And I know that that in Finland that there are clashers that I've spoken to that say that they can do it for their accounts, but they can't gift them to us over here, and we can't buy them like that here. So yeah, I was hoping they'd answer it, but they didn't. I thought it would be such like a genius thing too, like because I we started or I started a Patreon for the podcast just for you know, nickels and dimes or whatever, I thought it would be great to have a gold pass tier where like you could, you could give me that $5 and I could buy those packs at that discounted cost and then gift you the gold pass. And oh, like, yeah. so that money savings basically that you would get would just go straight to me. It's kind of like free money is what I was thinking, but then they just abandoned it pretty much yeah. is what it feels like. Some penny pushing, pencil pushing number cruncher got in there and ran the numbers and they said, abandon, do not talk about this ever again. <laughs> it's too great an idea. Yeah. All the, like, I'm sure they ran the numbers and they said, oh, you know, 80% of the people who buy gold pass buy it every month. So 80% of the people that spend, you know, the $5 or whatever it is in your country they would just buy that and we would lose money doing it or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, I think they won't introduce something like that to the game unless they think there's going to be obvious, uh, an obvious positive net return. And with gold pass, it's already a kind of a tremendous value. And um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if they'll, I don't, the fact that they haven't rolled out the fact that you can gift it to the entire world is kind of strange to me. Um, yeah. I've had to get around it and just <laughs> PayPal people like, uh, play cards and things like that. When I've signed into their account, <laughs> no, never, <laughs> I never violate terms of service. Okay. I've had my chat, uh, you know, uh, like censored before. That's the closest I've come to violating terms of service. <laughs> did you ever get banned on global chat? Never got a global chat ban. Never did. And I said things in global. No, but I've been banned from Pokemon. 
I, I'm sure that I said things in global that were definitely bannable. Um, I'm just happy that I had the right audience. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay, with that, we're going to head out into shout outs. Hero? You know, I'm going to shout out um, Nob, first of all, my boy Nob over there. Um, I know he had a couple rough weeks there, so definitely big shout out to Nob. Second shout out, obviously, Peter and Kat. Thanks for having us on. You fell into our trap card. <laughs> this is what we wanted. This was our end game, which all those shade outs were just to get us on the podcast. So, and shout out to everyone in the live podcast commentary. <laughs> Sorry. Too spicy. Too spicy. Wow. I mean, listen, uh, I, I was talking to my wife about this and I was like, Oh, yeah, we're recording, but there's no live podcast commentary. I said, to be fair, our podcast goes off the rails so fast because of live podcast commentary. <laughs> I can understand why people with a limited amount of time uh, would just be like, no live podcasting. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I told Kat it's because I can't read the chat. Think about the next thing I'm going to say. Uh, listen to what you guys are saying. I just can't multitask like that at the end of a long week. <laughs> oh man, it's it's just too much fun. I oh man, I'm glad that we have the four of us on here. But it, I think Hero and I have so much fun with the live podcast chat that um, we didn't always do it that way. We 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 recorded just the two of us for the, for a long time. But I I I am glad that we do it with the live podcast commentary now because. I mean, if you're starving for things to talk about, those guys will definitely give you something to talk about. <laughs> hmm. uh, shout outs for me. I definitely want to shout out you, uh, Peter and Kat. Thank you guys so much. And also shout out Fado. I wish Fado could have been here. I know he wasn't able to make the time. Uh, we're just not quite important enough for him. Uh, one day we'll get there. But uh, but shout out to Fado as well. I really enjoy uh, hearing his perspective on the podcast uh, with you guys. And um, shout out to Tip Dog. Uh, he put out an OP video, and Kat, you talked about it earlier, um, highlighting Hero's toxic hits. So, and and in that video, he he gave me a little uh, blurb in there, just simply for the memes. And I gotta say, respect respect to Tip Dog for uh, for calling me out for the memes. And so I felt an obligation to then Photoshop Hero's face on Britney Spears' body. So. Uh, shout out to Tip Dog for that. Peter, how about you? Uh, yes, thanks guys for coming on. It's been great. I, I guess if you want us on your podcast now, then we could do a live studio audience. I won't have to be so prepared. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I also you, you'll have to do all the notes, prepared. Peter. That's what you do when you're getting, oh, okay. when you guest on our podcast. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> I need to shout out uh, UTB. I think he's going to take a break from Clash. He's He's tired of waiting for Town Hall 15 and I think he had a bit of a rough SCWL, so shout out to him and uh, to Morgan. Morgan runs DS, and uh, he's going to step away from the game. Uh, it seems maybe even more permanent than until Town Hall 15 comes. Uh, so I know he'll be missed. A lot of people have been talking about his absence suddenly today. Um, shout out to Raz, because he's going to jump in with both feet and take over DS. So uh, when you listen to this, Raz, you know that everybody's got your back. And uh, that's good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, basically, uh, shout out to you guys here on Luke for coming on here. Appreciate it. And 
Peter, you stole all my shout outs. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shout out Morgan because he's been a good friend of mine since way back in the Hall of Graves days and going to miss him a lot. Um, you know, but sometimes you just got to put your family first and, and real life first. And, and that's what he's doing. And shout out to, to Raz again. Everything Peter said, you know, we've got his back. So you know, shout out to him for stepping up for Dark Sector there. Shade outs. This is the fun part. Hero. That's interesting. I, I, uh, what I don't is know. I, we might have stole out, this from, but. Um, <laughs> I've never done a shade out before. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my shade out is first and foremost to Supercell because, you know, with your guys' shout outs, I feel like there's at least one to two too many people quitting mm-hmm. right now. And I mm-hmm. feel like. They could have definitely done better. And they have the tools and everything there to be able to make things fun and interesting, but they kind of failed. And it, you know, I think that uh, says more about them. But mm-hmm. my second shade out is to uh, Peter, actually. Oh, here we go. For, <laughs> n- <laughs> for not DMing me his address so I could send him a clash card. Oh, well deserved shade. <laughs> Really? Get the class card. <laughs> Surprise! Get a class card, hey, Peter. Cat, cat, huh. cat did and woo did, man. You're the <laughs> only one here. He doesn't want you looking him up on Google and trying to crash at his house, man. I'm just gonna send Cat like four cards, and I'll, I'll just send tell her like she's got to send them out to everyone That's else. That's a good so idea. You better get in on. Give this. Cat some homework. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. My uh, last shade out actually goes to Carl, and honestly, it's because he is trying to take all of the shade out glory because he <laughs> thinks he he made it up way back when, and I think it's probably because he's getting old and he just doesn't remember, right? Woo. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, well, my my first shade out is also to Carl, so I don't want to let this streak stop. Uh, oh my, I got shade for Carl because he shaded me out on the last Crystal Join podcast for playing with the sound on during a spot. And uh, let me just tell you, I was laughing so hard listening to how mad he was. He genuinely was mad during that shade out. And I, look, he was like, I was in that spot and I'm going, okay. Yeah, Flinger's doing good. Flinger. And then he was just like, bro, turn the sound off. What? <laughs> like, he was mad. He was mad. And like, you know, Carl's try hard. He he was he was getting real sweaty that night. And I I was like, oh yeah, man, sorry. And everyone else on voice was cracking up laughing. Uh and he the salt came out. So shade out to you for that. And you know what, Carl? Have you even you wouldn't even need me to spot for skelly traps? Do you know what a skelly trap sounds like, Carl? Because there is a noise for a skelly trap. You would know if your if your flinger tripped a skelly trap. But you need me on there to listen for them and watch for them and tell you. And I get shaded out because of my sound. Okay, whatever, Carl. Um, also, make a shade out to JR for getting a bunch of more server bands, bro. I mean, uh, you know, obviously you can't talk to me right now because we don't have any servers in common anymore. But... Uh, listen to the podcast and I, I don't know what it is about you man you've been put in the corner so many times you just keep doing the same stuff over and over again i don't like 
your uh, obviously your brand of comedy isn't landing at the right audience. So uh, try something new. <laughs> try something new if you ever get let back in. And my last shade out is also someone I gave a shout out to, Tip Dog. I'm going to shade Tip Dog out, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> um, I listened to the last Class Tips podcast, and uh, Tip and Trample had uh, my my very good friend Carl on. And the, the topic was, uh, a part of the podcast was how to deal with trolls. And Tip Dog gave a great example of how to deal with trolls. And that's basically to either, you know, highlight their comments so that your community kind of takes them down for you and you can all have a laugh. Or to just simply respond, wow, you know, thank you for your feedback or thanks for your comments or something like that. Well, he posted a video on YouTube highlighting... Uh, heroes hits in clan capital and i actually commented on that video and his response to my comment was ha thanks for your feedback so tip dog <laughs> are you using your troll tactics on me on youtube excuse me sir mega shade out to you mega shade out to you for i know i know that tactic you revealed yourself you're treating me like a troll on YouTube, and I don't appreciate it. So shade to you, Tip. <laughs> Peter, you're up. Mine is unclash related, but this this happened to me last week, just before I went away uh, for the weekend. I um, I'm an ink supplier, so I make printing ink for a living. I bring I import in a ink from Japan. It is super duper high quality, and it cures by exposure to UV light. So. There's a very big printer. Everybody knows this printer, so I probably shouldn't say their name. And they are uh, they're struggling with their the ink they have now because they buy inexpensive. And I have top-end stuff. So I've had trials in there. I, I've been doing well. Uh, last December, um, when all the shipping crisis happened, they put a, an order in for an ocean shipment, 4,000 kilos of ink. This is a big order for me. Um, and it arrived in May, and they have made me sit on it. They are not ready to take delivery. And of course, I have to pay my supplier almost right away. So I'm now financing the single biggest printer in America. And I finally make arrangements. I'm going to sell it off because I, you know, I just can't hold on to it anymore. I need to liquidate it. And then Friday, before the long weekend, we get an email from procurement in Switzerland. Or I shouldn't say where. <laughs> in... Uh, in Europe to say, um, hey, you know, we're ready for you to put your next um, uh, proposal in for the contract for the year and uh, have it ready by the end of day Tuesday. And it's like Friday at four o'clock my time going away for the weekend. So and we still hadn't moved this 4000 kilos. So shade out to those guys, because that is just not a good way to make your supplier kind of viable. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Peter, what you basically told us is you're the Walter White of ink. Uh, and I think what you need to do is be the one who knocks. You just got to go down there to whoever these people are and, and make them understand just how, who they're messing with. Let's just put it that way. I have been there for training. They know we have the best stuff. It's, it's, the, it's the accountants, the bean counters that are holding us back. Mm. Oh, what yeah. you need to do, Peter, is walk up to them and say, do you know who I am? I'm Peter <laughs> from Red Thorn, and I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it always I works. Yes, <laughs> that showstopper right there. Uh, all the negative, all the negative publicity you're getting right now from my podcast, you'll never believe. You'll never believe. Yeah, <laughs> never gonna live it down. I have an army of Town Hall Fort yes. that will rip yeah. one star. You'll you. never know what hit you. <laughs> I have Thanks. a shade out to Carl. Man, oh, Carl. three. three for yeah. four, Carl. <laughs> and Carl, Carl knows this one's coming because we were on voice the other night and I said to him, Carl, I'm g- I can't believe you didn't shade me out on your podcast. And because we had been speaking about the Batman, and I said I, I didn't find it that interesting, so he he forgot to shade me out about it. <laughs> and so I said, I gotta shade you out for not shading me out. Mm. So I, he was Carl, I'm shading you out for forgetting to shade me out for dissing the Batman. And I finally did finish watching it, and I'm still not terribly impressed. <laughs> I love the double down. <laughs> So that's it for me, and thank you guys again for coming on the show. Much appreciated. Anytime. Yeah, thank you guys. And thank you for listening. The CFF is a family of clans in games such as Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, and many of the other Supercell games. We love to provide content via podcasts and other media. You can visit the Clash Files Discord to apply to any of our clans or to support our pods and events. As always, please send us your comments, ideas, and questions on Twitter at RedthornCOC. Or join the Clash Files Discord at discord.gg slash clashfiles. Now, Peter, hit that bump music, baby! (laughs) 